Hey everybody, happy March. This is Spooky Nerds, and I am Patrick, a uh, super spooky nerd. Um, yes, the, I based the title of this off a uh, meme I saw during Halloween that had a box of candy nerds, and the title read, uh, um, we prefer the term goth. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so have you found yourself in a state of slight or maybe uh, large existential dread due to the coronavirus pandemic? Have no fear for most of us spooky nerds or former emo scene alt-goth or just millennials in general have learned to welcome and, if necessary, live with such dread as if an old friend. Here on the show, we talk about all things under the great blanket of high strangeness. The spooky, the odd, and simply put, what makes these great mysteries just so inherently magnetizing. I am happy to have my old friend Jordan over to record this. Um, Jordan has six years sober in AA, which is super cool in its own right, but interestingly enough, sober bars and being specifically sober while socializing has become a trend. And I say that with air quotes. And I realize the irony of this coming out around St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Uh, so this is our conversation in its entirety. Uh, I will be editing certain clips down to publish on um, on the YouTube, etc. And uh, I'm finally publishing this Wednesday due to, well, uh, the pandemic. Um, so while you're stuck at home, I hope uh, you can enjoy our rather strange and super hilarious conversation. All right. Let's get to it. Ooh. All right, so I am very happy to have my friend Jordan Craig on the show tonight. Um, welcome, Jordan. <laughs> this is very weird, but very cool. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So, me and Jordan go back to, we went to high school together. Elementary um, school. That's right. Kenilworth. Yeah. I had a, I went to private school for a few years before I went back to, I was in Tasker. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. So, Kenilworth and then... Dwight Eisenhower and Billy. So you missed the sniper. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Steven always. <laughs> it was crazy. That was a crazy. We went through that. That's so weird. Mm -hmm. You know? I know. So, Jordan, um, mm -hmm. I guess I wanted to talk about, we both have experiences in AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. Um, part of my deal is being open and honest. I think that's a good, good place to start mm -hmm. uh, any, from any, any place. So you're, I'm not, I'm not naming anyone, but you still are, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what's, uh, what's that like? <laughs> how's that, how's that going? So I got sober in September, 2013. So it's been six and a half years. That's fucking crazy, it, dude. It is. That's amazing. I, cause I remember when you first came in, like, I know. was still going. That was the last time I saw you. I was, I think it was with me and Emily. We you were brought in our first, yeah, mm -hmm. we were, I think that was in my first year. Mm -hmm. I think that was the last was time. That was like six years ago. Yeah. Wow. That was a long time ago. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I got sober 23, just turned 30. And so I've been sober longer than I drank officially. That's, which is, how does that feel? It feels weird because a lot of people don't get to say that, that are in, you know, AA. That's and super cool. I know. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm only at six months with uh, 
with narcotics, but, you know, it's still... Yeah, I mean, it, it's almost like I don't really... Rem- I mean, I still remember what how bad it was, but I don't really think about it anymore. I don't really... Well, it's think- not even worth thinking about. No, it's not... Like, my partner drinks, and, he like, he'll drink around me. He can have, like, a glass of wine. Yeah. I, I can't relate to that. Yeah. I, I don't know how to <laughs> do that. I, I won't show up for three days if I have, like, a I glass of wine. I remember... The post that you put on, um, on, on like, Facebook before you got sober. Oh, God, which one? Just all of them. You're just, just like, oh, this it was sucks, very this public. crazy thing. Yeah, it was, it, was, very it was really funny as shit. It was very public. Um, so you're just asking about what my experience is like? Yeah, like, how often do you go now? So I go a few times a week. Uh-huh. I don't, I'm not as active as I used to be in it. I mean, when I first got sober, I was hitting, like, three meetings a day. Just yeah. because I was... That kind of, you have to do it that yeah, way. Yeah, and I didn't have a job. Or, it was your first time, right? Yeah, yeah, first nighter, knock on wood. But yeah, I go a few times a week. I still have a sponsor, so I'll talk to my sponsor. We were on the phone for like an hour yesterday. Not sponsoring anyone right now, but mm-hmm. when was the last time you sponsored somebody? Oh, uh, like I don't know. They kind of come and go. Mm-hmm. How far have you been with someone? Uh, I haven't taken someone all the way through. They kind of drop off. But uh, at what point? Uh, after the fifth step. Okay. That was cool. I got yeah. someone to the fourth step, and then he, he went back out. But, like, doing a third step prayer with a sponsee. I've, yeah, I've done that a few times. That's, like, you know, I kind of look at, you know, all experiences can be spiritual if I allow it. But, like, doing that, sitting down with another guy and just, like, mm-hmm. praying sounds super strange. But it, it does. But it was really cool. It was, like, one of the highlights of being an AA, it's, to be honest. It's pretty profound. And, I mean... It, it's something that I never thought that I would ever get to experience. And seeing it through someone else's eyes when you're sponsoring them, yeah, it keeps it kind of fresh. Um, but I don't think I've sponsored anyone in a couple of years. Do you remember Kel? Yeah. Yeah. Kel, rest in peace, he, uh, mm-hmm. he was the first person to bring me through the steps. Mm. Um, ironically, he was the first person to sell me drugs. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. So he, I remember, like, he jumped right before we went to rehab in Florida. He, like, he jumped out of his mom's van and was like, take me to Baltimore, please. He was insane. Yeah, yeah. And then he had, like, five years, man. He mm-hmm. he always told me, he was like, Patrick, you're helping me more than I'm helping you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that until bringing someone else through the steps. And right. I'm like, oh, my God. And, yeah, he was a good dude. And he no was matter passionate. What, the message is the message, you know. Yeah. And we all can get wrapped up in our own shit, but the message is the message. And he passed it on pretty well. He did. He helped a lot of people. Yeah. Dude, so many of my friends are fucking dead. That's why, that's like the main thing I think about that keeps me from going back. Yeah, because a lot of people aren't, especially in Bowie. Especially in Bowie, dude. I, w- I think I went to like three funerals within like two months in 2000, 2012 is when it really started. That's when everybody really started dropping off. It was weird. It really was the end of the world. I know. 2012? It, yeah, yeah, it was. A lot of... The, the Higgs boson was found. A lot of weird stuff happened then. It was. So, you're in school, right? I am. What are you, what are you, what are you studying? Communications. Okay. What's, like, the end goal with that? Uh, I want to be the next Andy Cohen. Do you know who that is? I'm not going to lie. I, I, it's not. I don't, I don't know. Here, let me, let's look it up. <laughs> <laughs> he does uh, a lot of uh, radio, TV... Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Even if I'm not in that scale, I still want to be which, in that which, kind of which world. Which one should I watch to, to get? Um, 
All of these are him. He's, like, best friends with Anderson Cooper. Okay. Yeah. He always hosts, like, the New Year's Eve thing. He has his own radio show. He's, like, a talk show host. He's a producer. I don't think oh, I want to cool. produce television, but I would like to do what, something. What, what channel is he on? I see, I Bravo. see Bravo. Okay, I see Bravo. Oh, right yeah. on. Yeah, you went to the Bravo. Um, Con. Bravo, Bravo Con. Con. Dude, that, who was that guy with the, 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 the gif or jif of you with the, the champagne? Dave? Dave. Yeah. Yeah, that's Dave. Yeah. 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 That's so, that was so cool. <laughs> I know. He's super famous. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I know that much. Yeah, it's really cool. It was really fun. So, what are you, work, like, what are you, what's your job right now? So, I work for Window Nation. I've been there for five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily passionate about windows. <laughs> windows uh, are cool. They, yeah, I see. mean, yeah. They're pretty cool. I'm not knowledgeable about yeah, the home yeah. improvement industry at this point. I've been in it since I was, like, 21. Mm-hmm. But that's they're pretty a... flexible with me with my schedule and okay. going to school and everything like that. That's so, important. That's super important. Yeah, I have a good work-life balance there, so I can't really complain too much. Yeah, because about you're that. allowed to do some things that you yeah, want to do. and you can't find that in a lot of other jobs. That's hard, man. It is. So mm-hmm. let's let's start with um with what slaps and what chaps just okay. in your life right now, like past week. What you've been focusing on that that's really cool, and then what chaps? So what slaps is my Facebook group. Yeah, Jordy Craze Cabaret. So Almost I, a thousand. It, it's crazy. I just started it in December. I had this idea. It was originally called Melodrama and Tea Time. Uh huh. I remember. Was, I saw that. <laughs> yep, yep. It didn't really. It was too long. Yeah, and yeah. it just. I mean, it the makes sense. You need alliteration. You need the alliteration. Right, and I needed something that rhymed. And Jordy Cray was always my alter ego when I was drinking. <laughs> And so perfect, I tried to, like, kill that once yeah, I got yeah, yeah. sober. I was like, no, I'm not really into that anymore. But I'm like, I'm just going to fucking know Yeah, it's it. not the drinking. It's like it allowed you to be just a little bit more free yeah. in a way. Right. You know, it, it's not the fact that alcohol is involved. It's just like you're, like, you know, going to BravoCon, just doing fun stuff. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, so you get to focus that somewhere. Right, and cabaret kind of includes everything pop culture, and I'm almost at 1,000 people. And I got a, the sweetest... Seriously, the sweetest Facebook message today. I actually have been getting them a couple of times, but I don't broadcast them just yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's not, that's really lame to do that. Yeah. But people are just saying like how thankful they are that it's, I'm like positive and I'm transparent and that I'm inclusive because yeah. I, a lot of Facebook groups are incredibly toxic. And so the internet is incredibly toxic. Exactly. So yeah, it's always nice to to find skin to even do something like this. But I'm not going to tolerate any of like the toxicity and you know cancel culture that comes with this this bullshit negativity that nobody needs. Yeah. So that's definitely what slaps right now. It's been fun. Uh, With chaps is God tax season because Dave's a CPA and it's really hard for me to. (laughs) I feel so bad for him because I can't really help him. Um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordy Craze Cabaret. Yeah, and that's an amazing name too. So, what? Um, where do you want to take that? Like, what's kind of like the? Okay, so ideally, yeah. What's the end goal? So, I definitely want to get as many people as I can, mm-hmm. I mean, thousands upon thousands. Ultimately, the end goal for me is mm-hmm. to somehow make money off of talking shit about celebrities. YouTube. So yeah, YouTube right? pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that's that's usually how people do it. Yeah. So I do have all of the things. I do have YouTube. I do have Twitter, Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. I pretty much just want to kind of take over every single area. Yeah. Podcast eventually. 
I would have to figure out how I would get that started. We're supposed to, like, for example, film an hour-long podcast. Okay. So you have an hour-long content that you can funnel into blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, taking clips from that, you know, the way, like, kind of Joe Rogan does. Right. Uh, and then post those clips on everything else. See, yeah, that would be ideal. Yeah. Because I love Joe Rogan. Fucking... Hilarious. Who would have thought? I knew him from Fear Factor. Fear Factor. <laughs> the guy from Fear Factor. Jesus Christ. And he is like one of the, like, when he had Bernie on, all the political mm-hmm. stuff, like, he was like, I didn't realize people, like, look to me for political stuff because he's not, he's kind of apolitical because yeah, he realizes yeah. how fucking retarded everything is. He is. I love him. I love him. I love Dak Shepard. I love any kind of intellectual conversation where people are trying to, like, evoke change in yeah, the world yeah. somehow and, like, get different conversations. That's why I like what you're doing. Yeah, just you're having... trying to do that conversation you know rational discourse right yeah and it's the problem with you know not necessarily youtube but like cable media is like you have what you have a minute and a half to explain a very high concept Mm -hmm. in a minute and you can't do that you know you can't really get everything across in a minute and try Mm -hmm. and change someone's view stance on something in a minute you know it's and joe rogan realizes that and he's like we just it's just about having a conversation yeah that's all but yeah he's he's hilarious he's a stand up because I, I, I love stand-up, too. So do I. It's like, and he, come, he, he comes to everything that, on his show from a comedian standpoint. Yeah, he does. Did you see Pete Davidson's stand-up on uh, Netflix? It was no. actually pretty funny. No, the last one I saw was uh, the Asian guy that's on The Daily Show. I forget his name. Was it on Netflix? Yeah. I don't think I saw that. Leslie Jones was pretty good, too. I haven't watched any new comedy this, this year in the past, like, three months. But Dave Chappelle... Whatever his stuff, oh my gosh. So I was not offended by that. And a lot of, like, gay people were. Oh, his trans stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, just yeah. talking about gay people in general. I'm like, that's not... I think people are literally desperate to be offended these days. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of... And they're just bored. And they're kind of just going with the times. You really are really trying to be offended. Yeah, Because now yeah. all of a sudden people are offended by try. the TV show Friends that happened... 20 years ago? Are you fucking kidding me? No one cared back then. Now you want to care because people all of a sudden are, you know, up in arms about... It's oh, cool. This is People think it's cool. Exactly. It's something to, you know, let me stay on my soapbox. It's comedy. Yeah. It's, it's, don't take it so seriously. Yeah, but here's the thing. And Joe Rogan talks about this specifically. He's like, people get confused. They think that their ideas or, or their beliefs are them. It's like, for example, this pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. This is mine. This is my pack of cigarettes, but... I am not this pack of cigarettes. Right. You know, like it belongs to me, mm-hmm. but it's not mine. Yeah. It's not like I wouldn't say, hey, there's Patrick. Um, <laughs> I mean, he could, but yeah. <laughs> that, and that's what, that's what he's talking about. It's like people get so, they can't divorce themselves from, they confuse their beliefs with their identity. And that's, yeah. I mean, we do. That's kind of how we have to survive to like exist, I guess. But right. We don't have to defend these things with our lives, like like GIF or JIF. It's like, mm-hmm. whoa, it's like not that serious. Right. Like, we're here to, like, life, we're here to have fun and grow. It's supposed to be better for the most part, but... I don't know if it's the political climate where everybody is just super tense about everything, but I don't remember ever being this bad where people literally can't really say anything or post anything. Yeah, they don't feel safe being... to say how they really feel right. without trying to offend someone. And it's like, yeah, it's important to, like think before you speak right but you shouldn't have to think like that far into yeah, it yeah that shouldn't prevent you from being truthful right fear culture 
Yeah. And cancel culture. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's canceled all the time. Hashtag blank is over party. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just makes no sense. And it's all like children. Yeah. And the best is when people uh, talk a lot of shit on Twitter and their picture is a celebrity. I love trolling those people. It's like the people with anime pictures as their profile. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Exactly. Because... Obviously, they're not... In reality, they're not a real... You're not... Yeah. yeah. Show your face. Yeah. Show your face if you're going to talk shit, honestly. If you're you're really going to talk shit, show yourself. Yeah, because otherwise you're nothing. It's nobody. No, I'm not fighting with a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Or Cardi B or Nicki Minaj, whoever the fuck it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it it is ridiculous. And they're children. Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, A lot of people, like, what is it, Generation Y, they're getting older. You know, it's like, we're hitting 30s, they're hitting, like, their early 20s, mm, I guess, that right? Sucks. Yeah. And so they're like realizing like, oh, I've only felt the tip of life's dick, you yeah. know? Like like the pain I thought was pain, that's nothing. And yeah. so they're realizing that and they're growing up a little bit and so I feel like that can't not I won't say cancel culture, but the just the being afraid to say something. That was like really strong more so a couple years ago mm-hmm. than I think today. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So at least that's a positive trend. That is early 20s is that how you felt when you first in your early 20s that you'd only felt like a little bit of pain oh yeah or do you feel like you had been through a lot at that point? well i, I mean had, you went through a lot of shit. yeah i mean i had just left florida like i had two years clean and sober in florida in aa and i had gotten into a relationship and she cheated on me and so i just left you know heartbroken and pissed off and it took about um until i went to L- when, until i moved to la uh i was like from like 23 to 25 i was here and I moved to L.A. at 25, and, like, that's when I finally, like, realized that there's way more, there's way more to life than I ever thought there was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you think you know stuff. And Especially then, in your 20s. Yeah. Early 20s, too. Yeah, you realize, yeah, you meet, you meet more people. Mm-hmm. And you realize you get some more perspectives. That's really kind of the bottom And you line. leave your hometown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize that's there's so much a out there. Yeah, that's a prerequisite. Yeah. So. To gain some perspective, meet some new people, and not sit in the same crap all the time around with the same people because that's not really how you grow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not. You can always come back to it, but at least find some new experiences. Yeah, that's why I always invariably ended up, end up coming back here, you know, because I've lived like New York, South Carolina, Florida, LA. Um, but I always end up coming back here because it's like a home base. When did you first realize that you started having like a problem with drugs? Um. Or when did you start doing them? Oh, well, I mean, I knew that shooting up heroin was not a smart idea, but I thought I was smarter than it. Oh, okay. You know. um, Yes. A lot of my older friends, uh, they did it, and I was like, if they can do it, nothing's bad happening to them, I'll do it, and then, boom, six months go by. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. How old were you? 16. You were 16? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So you were doing it while we were in choir? Oh, yeah. Before, I was president of the chess club, doing all that before chess club. Wait, you went to Hawaii with us, didn't you? No. You didn't go to Hawaii? I went to Hawaii by myself after I graduated when I got my nub money. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't go, I went to San Diego. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't go to Hawaii. I went to Europe, I went to Europe with Summit. Gotcha. Instead of going to Hawaii. Okay. Yep. That's what it was, okay. Yeah, and that was like... I had no idea that you were doing drugs in high school. (laughs) That's crazy. A lot of people were. Well, I yeah, guess, like, that's true. Well, I guess it's like me and Steven, but I guess... Emily. Even, yeah. Oh, yeah, Emily. And yeah. most of our other friends had dropped out by then. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. We were the ones who just stayed. Were you close to Bill? 
Bill, man, me and Bill and Stephen were best friends. Bill was like, I, that was shocking. I think about him all the time, man. He's one of my, like at Stephen Payne. I have a lot of Kel died, like, but Bill, I think about the most, man. He was one of the brightest people I think I've ever met. I know. That's why me and Bill and Stephen were like fucking this. And I didn't even know that Bill had a problem. No, because he was so fucking good at hiding it, just like me. Yeah. Just like Stephen. Yeah. You know. The only person who ever knew anything was Emily. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, because she was there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so she, she saw everything. 2012 was awful. Yeah, me and Steven were in Florida. I had Steven come live with me down there because he was fucking up up here. I was like, I was doing well down there. And we both found out. We were just like... About Bill? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It can get... This disease can get... I put disease in air quotes, but it can get anybody, man. It can. Doesn't discriminate. No. So what are your thoughts on the recreational slash legalization of medical marijuana? So... I honestly don't have a problem with marijuana at uh-huh. all. I I don't do it uh-huh. just because I know for me, I feel like I would just stay high twenty four seven because I love it yeah. so much. Yeah, um, yeah. I would eat like weed brownies at my desk at my old job, mm-hmm. like in a call center, um, and I knew that no one would say anything. Yeah, you're just. On I the mean, phone. someone did. They said you look high, but I'm like, how could I be high? I've been sitting here the yeah. whole time. So <laughs> I knew what I was doing, and I just had to stay high all the time. But I think it, number one, it's much safer than drinking. If Safe. anything, drinking should be illegal. It, it's the safest thing. It, it is. Real. It like, is. It's... I. Do you know how many times that I got high and wanted to kill someone? Fucking never. Yeah. yeah. It's like either you just get you just get kind of bummed out or you get happy. <laughs> yeah. I got a little paranoid twi- uh, like towards the end, uh-huh, that but that's about it. Yeah. But I am totally for medical marijuana. Uh, I, and what are your thoughts about it in AA, though? Does it have a place in AA? Uh, I guess that depends on the person. That's, because, that's, that's what I think. That's a good yeah, answer, because that's how I feel. If that's how you feel, and that's how if someone, say someone from a son suffering from chronic back pain mm-hmm. or something like that, some sort of ailment. If they want to do that, I'm not going to say, get the fuck out of AA. Because people are in AA who have chronic back pain who take narcotic pain pills. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. You know, they just don't say it because it's not a problem. It's like nothing in their, like, you know? Right. They're not focused on that. It's They have to do it because of pain. Right. You know? I don't like when people in AA, which I don't really come across it that much, however I have, Uh where it's, you get some time, and then all of a sudden, you think that you're kind of holier than thou. I felt felt like that before. uh, Towards people in AA? Yeah, when I was in AA. It's very, it can be judgy at times, Mm -hmm. but it's mostly people like old timers, that kind of thing. Um, But... If, if I saw someone smoking weed, I would never tell them, you can't be in this program, because it might be working for them, and... Yeah, it might be working for them. Yeah. That's all AA, I think, wants. It's yeah. For as long as it's work. working for you, the last thing you want is to turn around, uh, turn someone away from yeah. AA, and then go out and get pissed off, and shoot up heroin, yeah. or resentment, and then die. Yeah, or like, drink because I've seen that happen. Yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. And my partner smokes weed. Uh, he doesn't do it around me, but mm-hmm. he has his medical marijuana card. Yeah. Um, but because he has chronic back pain. Um, and I, I mean, I, sometimes I joke, I'm like, damn, I got sober at like the wrong time because I wouldn't have to worry about getting arrested anymore. Because you can just go to the store and get it and you know that it's not cut with anything I know. weird. It's nice. and, you it's know, so nice. it's all. You don't have to, it's no meeting up with sketchy people trying to sell you Coke. 
It's, right. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Or sell you oregano. Someone did that to me before. Really? How mm-hmm. old were you? Uh, oh, God. I was new. So I was probably like 19. Oh, okay. That happened to me in high school. Yeah. Someone told me I bought a dime bag. It's from somebody. Yeah. Right. I'm like, man, I am dumb. Yeah. I, that was, I was very new. Yeah. So that yeah, was funny. a classic amateur mistake. But Okay. So what are your thoughts on psychedelics then? Uh, mushrooms and acid for the treatment of PTSD or depression. Um, pe- they've been doing studies with MDMA and ketamine for a while. I've heard about that. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that on treating uh, mental illness? Um, well, I've heard that it is pretty... I just saw something on the news where some person took like 500 times more acid than she was supposed to and oh, it did something to her. Good. It oh, was wow. something good. Wow, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I've heard, like, experimental stuff that can have beneficial, you know, I don't know. Is it for, like, soldiers that no, have right. PTSD? Or is it just for, like, any, if you're in an abusive relationship and then you have PTSD from it, you know? I mean, PTSD is PTSD. It is. So, like, in this edition of the Maryland Leaf, the psychedelic issue, um, psychedelics is medicine. And the opening says, uh... For the second time in a year, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has designated psilocybin therapy as breakthrough therapy, an action that is meant to accelerate the typical sluggish process of drug development and review. This fresh look at psychedelics by the medical profession is not a completely new development. In March 2019, the FDA approved a nasal spray depression treatment for treatment-resistant patients based on esketamine, a substance related to ketamine, better known for its use as an anesthetic and also been used as an illicit party drug and animal tranquilizer. Huh. Well, as long as it's regulated under someone's, like, care, I think that's fine. Just don't drop people off in the middle of the woods and say, have fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're doing it under under scientific settings. Yeah. Then that's totally fine. Have you heard of a Ibogaine? No, what is that? Ibogaine, it's not legal in America, um, but they've been using it for people addicted to opiates, and essentially what they do, it's a, it's a psychedelic. They do is you go in the facility, blah, 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 and they give it to you, and you basically trip... For your entire detox okay so you don't experience the withdrawal because you're tripping so hard and it's supposed to be like a really spiritual psychedelic experience and the people who come out of it are like i know i talked to my dead grandma and she's blah, 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 get this information so i'll never do heroin again it's like they have a more the high they have a higher efficacy rate of people staying clean than all other like standard treatment centers really yeah it's really it's, it's, it's interesting has it has it backfired yet no i mean backfired in what way has someone had a really negative side effect from that well they're alive but everything that i've read has been positive good so I there haven't. wasn't like any really bad trips or anything like that no like because they're, they're they're with a professional right you know they're with medical team and like they know how to guide you through the Handle process that. yeah yeah so it's not like you're not like in a place where they're yelling a boo at you behind your ear right um <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> yeah that'd be terrifying <laughs> um because for me, I've I've done uh, mushrooms a handful of times. Me too. I did them mainly in high school, and I based a lot of my spiritual beliefs off of those experiences. Yeah. And I've done them recently. Like I've done them like maybe like once a year the past couple of years, and every time, you know, it, it's not. At this point, it, I'm getting new information. It's I'm re-remembering things. I'm re-remembering like, oh, we are all one. Oh, my problems are so small and petty. Mm-hmm. You know. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the basic spiritual experience of unification. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think that, that that's really helpful, especially in my, um, not only say sobriety, but my being clean from narcotics. Uh, right. 
that's it, that's that's helped me a lot to, to stay in that place of quote unquote love and, and unity real you know not when I look at someone I'm not I realize in a way I'm interacting with myself mm-hmm. on just you know there really isn't a difference between you or me or the tree blah 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 mm-hmm. um, and it's it, it's really easy to be like like intellectually understand that mm-hmm. but to feel that and act like that every day it's a lot fucking harder it's harder it's so fucking hard and it's just you know doing um psychedelics infrequently allows me to really stay in that place mm-hmm. you know that allows me to do and feel more positively do you know who casey musgraves is no sounds familiar though sounds country like a... singer okay. she won album of the year i love her but she is a big firm believer in all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and i know that she took a big acid trip and wrote uh like this a lot of songs on her album that won you know uh-huh. album of the year i think i think that was the song mother is I mean, what she experienced bill wilson on. did acid he did even you know after he was he over did. so yeah that's true but no one wants to talk about that no no except me yeah <laughs> it's interesting i yeah i wish it, all these things you know i can't wait for these to become quote-unquote legal and just more regulated and not illegal because it, you're these plants they're not gonna they're not used to harm anyone it's not like opium or, or the coca plant mm-hmm. you know mushrooms aren't gonna no one's gonna suck dick for mushrooms you know what I mean? Right. Like, no one's going to... That would be a first if I heard that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No one's going to, like, suck dick for some acid. It's like, like yeah, like, <laughs> acid's really cool. I really want acid, but, like, I don't think anyone's going to get on their knees and compromise themselves that way. <laughs> That's one thing. I, I never did acid. I don't know. I thought I always had so many mental issues. Mm-hmm. Well, that's smart. Which I do. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. But I thought that I would have a really bad trip. And if I've think, seen it. If you think you will, you will. Right. And I knew that yeah. I would probably not have a good time, especially because I was in West Virgi- school in West Virginia mm-hmm. at the time, and I was already paranoid there. How long were you in West Virginia? I only lasted two years. There. Okay. West Virginia, man. It was bad. What the fuck is in West Virginia except mountains? And shit? I, well, I got a scholarship there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it the first year and everything, but right. it's... I didn't go to WVU, but I went to a school an hour from there, mm-hmm. and I never, I didn't do drugs in high school. All I did was drink. Yeah, I didn't even know how to flick a lighter when I first got to college. That's how kind of naive I was. You didn't even smoke. No, really, nothing. Mm-mm. And yeah, I, I mean, I just fell into a crowd of people. Not all of them, but it was a lot of drugs college drinking and yeah that's a lot that's what it was at first and then there was you know people from the town in west virginia that got involved there was a lot of heavier drugs i remember there was like a literal silver platter being passed around of just line after line after line after line and i was like i would take a line yeah i would do a line and then ask what that was (laughs) i love it i love it i don't know how i'm alive from doing that and it just, and then I started like robbing houses and I got. Hell yeah. Cra- I was losing weight. I was, you know, it, it, I turned into apart. an addict. I turned into an addict yeah. within two years. It, and then I just didn't even recognize myself anymore. My family didn't. I, I said I was going to shoot up the school, uh, like in the middle of the day. I was on the phone. It was in the middle of the quad saying I was going to shoot up the school. I was comparing it to, like, a concentration camp wow. out loud. Like, I was losing my fucking yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. 
Losing and, the grip with reality. Yeah, and straight the, up. the school was on to me. They knew what I was doing. My roommate was selling drugs out of our dorm. Okay. And I was, I knew that I was probably going to end up dying and or go to prison. Yeah, or institutionalized. Right. Yeah. I definitely was. And I, but I thought West Virginia was a problem. Yeah. But it wasn't because I, I took myself home with me. Surprise. Right. But that, honestly, that is probably still the biggest thorn in my side to this day. What in what way? Just the way that stuff went down with that school. Just because I really had everything handed to me. Yeah. And I just kind of... But you don't know what you don't know. And I was 18, 19 years old. That's very true. I had to go through what I had to go through. And I still talked to a lot of the people that I was friends with. You Uh know, I met a lot of cool people. But that was definitely not an ideal time for me. Uh Because you're by yourself. And you don't really have anybody telling you what not to, to do. Yeah. yeah. No one's telling you, hey, maybe you should not drink so much. Where did you go right after high school? I went to Hawaii, and I worked on a farm. Um, gotcha. An organic farm for a little while. And then I went to South Carolina to start an art collective for a while. And then I went to New York City. Okay. Where did you live? In South Carolina or? All of these places. Oh, How okay. did you find houses? Craigslist. Oh, okay. Craigslist. I was with my friend, uh, ex-best friend, Lewis. Um... Yeah, we just found a place, got worked at, what was it, Quicksilver? Oh. In Charleston, and then... I love Charleston. Yeah, that's where we were. I love it. It was it was cool shit. Super artsy. They had the uh, art college right there. Yep. Um, yeah, you can sink a lot of money into drugs. I didn't realize it. I didn't know that you ha- got that much from it. Because I remember it happening. It was a big deal. But you were kind of a good sport about oh, it. Oh, hell yeah, because I knew how much fucking money I was going to get. Exactly. Hell but yeah. Were you in, a junior in high school when that happened? I was 16, yeah. Okay. So that was around the time that you were starting to do drugs, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was doing Oxys back gotcha. in the Oxy-80s. Okay. So I was doing that, and then, you know, I got my finger cut off, and I they gave me... I remember the first time I got liquid morphine, uh, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, and I watched and saw off my finger with a buzz saw, Jesus listening to Mozart's Requiem. Oh, my God. That is the craziest thing i can just picture that too yeah i was like ah, because they they, you know they isolated us i didn't feel anything yeah but yeah i had to rip that shit out of the elevator the girl i was with oh it was pretty crazy i got got medevaced off the cruise ship they had to hoist on a little basket like this holding my iv in my left hand yeah i remember hearing about that that was wild yeah so yeah i traveled uh, a bunch of different places Mm. and lived there and then when I went to Florida, uh, I got an, I had a little bit of money left, and I got an apartment with my roommate, blah, blah, blah. Right. I was there for a couple of years. That's good. Yeah. So that, yeah, it lasted four years. It's not that much, if you think about it, especially, you know, an adult living by himself. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I ask you who you're voting for? Hmm. Sure. I don't know yet. Which... Who do you want to be the Democratic nominee? <clears throat> Um, Warren just dropped out. I wouldn't have voted for him mm-hmm. anyway. I am going to go with probably Biden. Okay. But I will say that I do not think that the Democrats are going to win at all. If Biden gets nominated, I don't think so. I don't think. I think. Yeah. The only person who can beat Trump is Bernie. That's just kind of my my, my frame of mind. Because I think Bernie has more balls than Biden. He does. He does. I, it worries me just because of, 
I feel like the Democrats didn't really have a great, I feel like they still don't have a good strategy of what's really going, I don't, I can't get a real answer from They think everyone's centrist, but really more people are progressive than they think. Right. And Trump has so many loyal followers and everything. And although, of course, uh, on a human level, I personally really hate him, but I am not the kind of person that doesn't see any good in him. Yeah, same, same. I do see yeah, he's done good things, in him. You know. And he has, I don't know if you, I mean, you probably know this, he has a really big sensitivity to alcoholics because his family that. was, I think he hit, it's, I don't know if his brother, someone in this family is affected by it. Uh-huh. And he donates a lot of his money towards alcohol and oh, wow, I didn't know like that. drug addiction. Oh, he has really a really cool. big sensitivity to that. And, you know, he made like the animal abuse felony yeah, like he yeah. has yeah, no, he's done sensitivities things. absolutely but i just don't him as a person i think he just sucks he's a businessman yeah, he's not he's presidential a, yeah he's he's a business he's a good businessman i guess he's, not even but like, right like, right still he's a personality yeah he's a personality for he sure. is for sure he's a reality tv star exactly and i think anybody can be president now it, up. and it's just I mean, the worst has already happened, so I'm not even really concerned anymore. That's exactly how I feel. I'm, it's already happened. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, it's already happened. That was worst... a very somber morning for me. Yeah. I was not happy. But... So, if it happens again, it's not as bad because we've already... Yeah, it's already happened. stabbed there. It's yeah. okay. And I... Everybody was, you know, wanting for him to be impeached, get him out of office. I'm like, please no, because I'm more scared of Mike Pence than I am Donald Trump. To be honest, yeah, man. He's an idiot. He's scary. Yeah. What okay. about you? Um, I like, I like Bernie just because he's badass and he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, straight up. Yeah. He's, he's more just chaotic and just willing. To, he's, well, say it like it is, does it like it is. Don't he looked like he died 10 years ago. Yeah, he looks the same way he did 30 years. He looks, it's, it's he looks a little insane. disturbing. He does. Yeah. <laughs> he's an old, old, he's an old Jewish man. Whatever. I'm down. I don't know why we're, we have our leaders as being 78-year-old he's, he'd, be, he'd be the oldest one. Yeah. Which is funny, but he's... you think we'd go for people a little bit, you know, younger. Yeah, but his views bit. match up with my views. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, um, you know Medicare. Like, I, I looked at, at Joe Biden's, like, what he's for, and it's basic stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basic little upgrades, like $50 per hour, you know, two-year free college. Right. Um, more Medicare care or something you know but these are, these are basic things which are good but bernie wants it to, to be a little bit more he wants like four year free mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. more everyone has health all these things that like i just think would be better in the long run but it, it doesn't really matter what i think about politics because whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen yep same thing with the coronavirus whereas that meme it was like millennials are like oh we need we need to wipe people out oh life sucks blah 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 and then coronavirus is like, why are you running? <laughs> I, it's, I, mean, I don't know. Did people not wash their hands before this? Because you can't really buy soap anymore on Amazon. It's all, really? yeah, Walmart. Wow. It's all. That's like, wh- were people washing their hands yeah. before? Do people not have soap in their hands? I don't know. I that people never wash their hands, and I know for a fact that a lot of guys don't. I wash my hands more now, for sure. Right, but you know, yeah, I, me too. I'm more conscious of yeah. it now, but. I always have hand sanitizer in my car anyway. Yeah. But, it, I mean, 
I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about it, but I don't know how much of the media is kind of overhyping the whole thing. You're more likely to die if you're older. Oh, it's only old people. Yeah. Know. We're not, we're fine. Right. But I worry about, you know, my parents, yeah. grandparents, that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm not that worried about me. Yeah. But... As long as, as healthy people will be fine. Right. Only, it's only going to affect you if you're already fucked up yeah. or sick. Right. Which is kind of like... But why doesn't people care about, like, AIDS like this, too? But they, like, people still fuck without a condom. Yeah. Yeah, people's priorities are weird. They hear a 3% death rate. That's three people out of 100. Right. I knew it, it. So, like, two days ago, it was, like, 106 people. Now it's 161, I think. Yeah, but most people who get it get better. Right. So... There haven't been that many fatalities here yet. Yeah, it's only the really only but older in China people. and... You know, yeah, it's the new thing. Yeah, just another thing. Will, I love it. Trump's like, yeah, give it till April, we'll be fine. I'm like, you know what, Trump? Yes. <laughs> you know what I did hear? I heard this is just a rumor, but I did hear that they were he was gonna do some sort of like two week quarantine and just be ready to stock up on supplies. I don't know how that's possible. How that's gonna happen? How our business is yeah, gonna run? Work. How are people gonna make money? Yeah. I don't know how that would even happen. Yeah. Who knows? Um. So, you're 30, I'm, I'm almost 29, we come mm-hmm. out in June. Um, how hilarious is it that the people writing these articles keep writing, you know, millennials killing this, millennials killing that. What are your thoughts on that? Who's writing the articles? I, I think, is I don't know. millennials? Either like, millennials or older people. So, the older people are the ones that are always asking millennials how to help with technology. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's Yeah, they think that they're so much smarter, but we're the ones that are helping them... And living in the wake, in living in the wake that they left, right? The wake of bullshit in the economy. And What's the housing. problem with being a millennial? I don't understand what the problem is. The only thing is we it's, it's buy houses. That's really the main thing, right? Is is money? Yeah, is we're making less money than our parents did at our age, right? And we're I, I feel like we're in more debt because a lot of people like our school. I, a lot of expensive. people, our parents didn't really necessarily go to college like that. So now it's more likely that people go to college, but college wasn't that expensive. Right. It wasn't nearly as expensive as it is now. Right. It keeps going up. Living in today's world is, I think, much harder than it probably was when they were growing up because now there's technology mm-hmm. involved. There's a lot of, like, a lot of bullshit that they didn't really have to deal with before. Yeah. Although it's everything's a little bit more automatic now, it's, you know, a little bit more challenging. Yeah, I think it, it's maybe older people are just a little more jealous because we have more to play with. Right. We have there's more to do. More there's more mistakes to make. Right. But there's also more successes to be had. I think they think we're entitled, which I can see. A lot see. of us are. Yeah. You know, I I grew up. People tell me how smart I was. Yeah. How you are smart. I am. Yeah. Thank you. You aren't talented. And and yeah. So Good musician. I, I always felt that I never had bad sense of self esteem. Right. You know. So I never understood. It was hard for me to understand people who had bad self esteem mm-hmm. because I I see everyone is capable of amazing things. Yeah, and, and it's sad to see someone who doesn't see that in themselves. Right. Because it's all about your mind. Yeah, it's like I'm only talented just because I devoted time to this. Mm-hmm. You could, if you, yeah, like, what do you? Everyone has talents. You yeah, know? they do. Just and different ones. Exactly, and it's super important to, to exploit our own exploit our own self, our own talents that way. Do you still do music? Oh hell yeah, I write. I've been writing a lot more recently. Lyrics. Um, um like what kind of? Not music? so much lyrics. Uh, where's my phone? Um. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Do you play every day? Um, 
Not every day, but I've been playing a lot more the past couple weeks. Mm. It's been a long time since that, because I used to record all the time back uh, in high school. Yeah. And it's therapeutic. Yeah, man. I, what was the quote? You know, we should all create a little bit of music every day. Do something artistic. Yeah. A little bit every day. I agree with create that. Create something every day. I re- one of my problems is I realize how much I consume. I consume immense amounts of TV, information, yeah. books, everything. I consume so much, but how much do I create? For me, yeah. I have to cre- have, have to have balance of creation versus consumption, because otherwise, I end up destroying. Right. Do you think it's harder to create now that social media kind of takes up a lot of more of our time? No, it's easier. It makes okay. it so much easier because ultimately all You're that... You're consuming. Yeah, ultimately all that com- comes down to is my focus. Right. What is my intention? What do you want it? Exactly. When using these things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm using social media to to learn how to become a quote-unquote influencer, how to, be, how to look Same. at successful people and see what are they doing right. Mm-hmm. And then, so there are people, new, new people on YouTube who whose fans or who I like totally identify with and I know that those people would totally identify with the stuff that I would make. Mm-hmm. So it's just communicating with other creators. Like we're putting doing yourself right out there too. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Right now. We're just two creators coming together just talking about shit and then putting that there. Right. That's all it is. It's not that hard. <laughs> no. People make it seem like it's harder than it is. I did forever. Yeah. I thought it was like, oh man, how am I gonna become a like how am I blah blah blah. I'm like, oh just do it. Yeah, I kept waiting for like uh, like an opportunity. Yeah. And waiting for someone, I guess, to come to me, and then no, I had yeah. like this epiphany when I was like, "Fuck it, yeah. why don't I just do it myself?" Yeah, that's not gonna, that's how it works. Yeah, you have to like prove yourself and make yourself put yourself in a position where people want to listen to you, and just show people that you do have something to say and that you are worthy, and give people a reason to pay attention. Pay attention, to you. yeah. And uh, it was really cool because I'm, you know, also in the process of. Uh, writing a script and I was listening to this one YouTuber um, or this one guy on YouTube talking about how the way to sell scripts now is to imagine like more people buy scripts for books right because they already have a fan base they're yeah. um, the companies the studios want to buy pre-awareness mm-hmm. you know so they want to know that people are already interested that's why comics you know these franchises so this one student uh wanted to raise some money for a film and so wrote this script and then he turned the script into a book and then he published the book somebody published the book and then studios were coming to him because he already had something that people liked so in terms of of like what we're doing we find other people other people's audience who have similar values Mm -hmm. and just connect with them and it proliferates that way Mm. you know that's how anything becomes viral is one person looks at it and shares it Right. So you just talk to people where you know there's going to be an audience. Exactly. What kind of script do you want to... Well, what kind of script are you writing? Oh, um, it's... I, I wanted to title it uh, Into the Void, but there's already a fucking movie like that, so I don't know. It might be The Void. Um, oh. Here, I'll read you I'll, I'll read you the logline. Do you want to make it a movie? Oh, a TV series. TV series? TV series is the idea. Here's the logline. As Serpin, a survivor of a freak accident that claimed his brother's life, is recruited by a mysterious organization in Northern California to investigate the dramatic increase of missing persons in our national parks and forests. He begins to unravel the horrifying true nature be- behind this organization. And this is like the short paragraph about it. 
An agent for an unknown organization finds himself a bit over his head as he does damage control for an incident in Yosemite National Park involving the mutilated corpses of a family of four. Mm. Serpin works in an above-top-secret research and containment facility that serves as one of several around the world that concentrates its efforts and resources on Objective A, making scientific strides by reverse-engineering alien technology, utilizing ancient artifacts, and sometimes via means that are best described as supernatural, and Objective B, the containment of cryptids for the protection of the general public and also for study to see if, how, they can be used to further Objective A. He crosses paths with Rania, his Egyptian counterpart who recently defected from her organization, and their investigation takes him to even more secret facilities, other dimensions, and even scarier places than they could ever imagine. So it's kind of scientific, thriller, mm -hmm. kind of Yeah, in the vein vibe. of Stranger Things. I like that. Yeah. And what is that inspired by? Just Stranger Are Things. they inspired? Well, is your characters that you're developing inspired by people in your real life? Yeah, I mean, they're inspired by me, obviously. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and the people in my life, uh, but mainly it, it's, I want to incorporate all these new things I'm learning about, uh, consciousness, about polar shifts, mm -hmm. all these really fascinating things that I've always, that, like, make so much more sense now, mm -hmm. of, like, mythological things, right. and realizing, there's, we didn't learn about this in, in school because it's new, it's called the Younger Dryas Period, um, it was about, I want to say, like, oh, like 11,000 years ago? Where we can tell in the northwest of America, like Washington State and shit, evidence of, like, they have mammoths that were flash-frozen like that. They still had fresh grass in their mouth. So that means they were, like, flash-frozen. Like, what could do that? And they realize, you know, our, our magnetic poles shift. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens due to, like, a massive coronal ejection from the sun or whatever... Um, it can cause, it's like our tectonic plates get fucked up, like it's, the gravity's moving, and so ice, icebergs melt, oceans rise, mm -hmm. huge storms, lightning, that'll just glass, they have like, there's a layer of glass, and that only happens from just constant thunderstorms, just lightning, glassing an area. Mm. And so it's like, what would do that? And so it's like, oh, polar shift. That would do that. They teach that in schools now? No, not that part, but they oh. teach about the younger dry period. Gotcha. They're like, okay. like something happened then that caused this, and we don't know, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's the only thing. Huh. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's super, super fascinating, because the CIA released a bunch of documents because of the Freedom of Information Act, and for some reason, they uh, blacklisted this book called The Adam and Eve Story that talked about this, Oh. and they just released it in 2016. Why would the CIA want to cover that up? Because people would freak out and maybe not go to work. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like, oh, if there's a huge catastrophe we cannot prevent no matter what. Right. Except live in mountains. People might stop going to work. That's true. So yeah, that's the new stuff I'm, I, I want to you know talk about. And that's kind of what I'm talking about in my script. Yeah. It's like kind of incorporating all these new age magic, remote viewing, astral projection, just high concept trippy shit. Are you thinking primetime or streaming? Streaming, web series, Netflix. Gotcha. That net, like, fuck cable. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. paper cable. I'm paper cable ever. My dad pays for it here, but when I leave, it's internet. Yeah. We just got cable. rid of cable. I do Hulu Live yeah, now. Yeah, Hulu, Netflix, YouTube. I pay for YouTube, Prime, or whatever. It's like $14, but I fucking hate ads. Yeah, so that script, that's been like kind of the, one of my main focuses. And I'm starting a t shirt. I want to put my, because I do graphic design, I want to put some designs on some t-shirts. Mm. Just as a, why the hell not? Right. People do it. Why not, why not me? I want to talk about, because, you know, AA everything, um, your spirituality. Okay. Um, what is your, if you don't mind me asking, what is your definition of God? Um, God is, 
for me, oh God, how deep do you want to go? I mean, hey, however deep you want, man. It's not whatever allows you to express the definition the best way. So, I don't have like a great relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're we're okay, uh-huh. but it's. it's I see it as, like, a relationship with the father that I never had. Okay. In a way. Uh-huh. Are you basing yourself off a... Because you grew up Christian? Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. As, I mean, I was baptized Catholic, then I was baptized Wesleyan, uh, and then... But your family whole... was Christian. Yes. Okay. Yeah, essentially, okay. yeah. Um, but not super into it, but I had spiritual experiences uh, growing up, but it was kind of... Once I started getting into drugs and everything like that, it was... Mm. Got it. Not have, like this understanding, like you leave me alone. Yeah, I'm. You're there. I'm here. Yeah, tight. Yeah, Bad. and I had like a lot of foxhole prayers and everything like that. And but, they work a lot of times too. It's weird, right? It, it, they do um, until they don't. Exactly. <laughs> and it wasn't until I think God kind of started interfering in my life. Like that's the, how it works. Fucking crazy. It's it's really weird. He shows up and you're like, Fuck and it, he shows up through other people for me because Mainly, I for started sure. dating for someone. Sure. Uh, the month, a couple months before I got sober, who was super religious, uh-huh. um, although he got into porn right after we broke up, but bet, bet. Um, he was super religious, but he would talk to me about God, and then that kind of opened my mind up a little bit more to uh-huh. be a little bit more receptive of what else could possibly be out there. Yeah. Like for me, like men were, got my attention, of course, and so he was coming to me through men. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, hey, yeah, God came through with me a lot of times. Yeah, too, so I mean... I get it. I mean, it takes what it takes. Yeah. But that's when... And then I got sober a couple months later, and then I had, like, this, you know... You started going through the steps. Desperation. Uh-huh. And then my third step, I actually did by myself. Because um, he... T- my sponsor told me, he said, you can either do, like, the third step by yourself, or uh-huh. we can do it together. Yeah. And I had, like, a lot of trust issues with men right, at right. that point. So I said, all right, well, I'm going to do it by myself. And he's like, well, before you do, I want you to sit around for, like, 20 minutes and think about, like, what the decision, like, means. what this means to yeah, you, what the things. third step yeah, means yeah, yeah. to you. And the big book is worded really differently. It was written uh-huh. a long time ago. It's kind of hard to understand. Yeah. So he basically dumped it down for me that a third step is basically uh, just a con- agreement or to do the rest of the steps. He yeah. Pretty much. Essentially. essentially, that's what it is. And so, hey, you, like, help. All right, let's do it. Exactly. And I was on my back porch where I had my last drink, mm-hmm. and I was, like, chain-smoking cigarettes. I was so stressed out, and um, I did the third step, and I swear to God, I said this. I was in a rehab last week, and I was telling the story. And it's different for everybody. Everybody has different third step experience. Sometimes nothing happens, but mm-hmm. I yeah. was convulsing. Really? My body was convulsing. I was crying, and then I... You felt... Yeah. I did. That's amazing. I love that. I did. I love And that. I was... Just, I felt it. He was with me. Something was with me. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. You just say he because it's yeah. I say God. Cause there was one something. Yeah, you just know that it's not you. It's it definitely bigger, was not me. Yeah, yeah. And after that moment, the obsession to drink was removed from me from that moment. So oh, I know that there. It's crazy, and yeah. it, I can't really explain it to like certain people that don't really. Who have experienced it? It's so hard, right? Yeah. And some people think that. AA that I did that uh-huh and I've had a lot of people they're like well you know God you know that's not like a thing you did that you made that happen well, I'm like I mean, okay yeah. I mean yeah you're, right. you're not wrong right I did do I, that yeah but I tried that a lot of times before to no avail yeah. like I it wasn't me that it got was, sober it was a letting go right it's a letting go surrendering it's a yeah it's a true 
just take it. Yeah. Because I, I, it's a realization, like, I can't do it by myself. I've tried. Right. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know the only, only way this is going to work is if I get help. Yeah. And people can't help me. I mean, it's kind do. of a relief. Yeah, it's a, it's like it's a yeah, it's a huge relief. Because I know I don't feel alone. I don't have to carry the weight. The, yeah, and you it's don't like feel a alone. friendship. It's like a kind of I don't. It's, it's more not, of a friendship. My, yeah, my God's not a punishing God. No, it, at yeah. all. It's more of a you know compassionate. My God definitely has a sense of humor. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say my has God to have is a sense of humor because a lot of weird shit happens to me all yeah. the time. So you notice coincidences, right? That's how all I see time. God. That's, yeah, that's where God shows up in my life is when I notice these coincidences. There's I'll tell you Big another God moment. I love God moments. Yeah, yeah, so dope. I was like six months sober and I could not get a job to save my life and uh-huh. I said you know I don't really feel you anymore this is bullshit like I really <laughs> need to get a job I promise that I will do good yeah in a work environment I will not get fired anymore please just get me a job uh and um finally ended up getting like an interview for somewhere got hired and then the day upon hire I they hit like the place where you clock in or whatever. It's uh-huh. like a computer thing and it generates like a random three digit number and that's your like employee ID number. It's like uh-huh. any random number. And okay. then when they enter my information in, it was nine two three, which is my sobriety date. Oh. Wow. Right. That's super cool. It was nine two three. It's a random number. Nine two three. Those numbers are very important to you. I'm like, okay. Hey, what's up? I'm yeah. Like, All right, I see All you, right. bro. All right. All right. I see you. And sometimes like nine two three always kind of comes up in random places. I played that lottery. Uh-huh. I won. Wow. Yeah, I won like $40, but I was like... <laughs> that is what's up. But yeah. what about you? Is Like, what's well, your perception? Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what happened to me. So, I mean, I've always had... I've always understood that God exists, you know, and, and I use God as one syllable. For me, God is, I, I explain this, the permeating life force that intrinsically binds everything together. You gotcha. Know. Okay. That like the force in Star Wars, essentially. Okay. Yes. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Exactly. It's very. It's I like it. That. I like it like that. It's super simple. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Um, I'm a wizard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I say? Um, so yeah, it's like like the force. And when I was when I got arrested and I was in jail and I was detoxing cold turkey hard as fuck. The only prayer, I could, there's a song. It was in um the movie It, the first one. And I thought the lyrics were like, Dear God, I'm looking for a miracle. Are you talking about the original or the remake? The remake. Okay. There's like a song in it where it's like, dun 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 Uh-huh. Here, I'll play for you. Um, but yeah, so I thought the lyrics were, Dear God, I'm looking for a miracle. And so I, that's all I kept saying over my head. Because I, I was going through it. But when I ended up going to the uh, treatment center in, um, in Baltimore City. Oh, God. Yeah, tell me about it. It was like basically a halfway house. Yeah, and literally every corner was where I used to buy drugs. I could yeah. see that I could see the cut where me and Steven copped our first pills mm. from the window. It was, it was wild, but I I got sober there and I got mm. happy there. And it was so funny. The address was one three three seven blank. One three three seven is gamer tag speak for elite, okay. like elite gamer. Like right. most gamer tags would be one three three seven. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, so I'm at one three three seven. Okay, that's interesting. All right, um, and so I just whatever you look, our brain, whatever you look for, you find, right? Yeah. So I kept looking for God, and I kept finding these coincidences all the time, and it's a it's a huge it's a huge relief um, to know that everything stems from 
love from God, and I try to approach everything from that now. And all these like videos, videos I, I sent you, mm -hmm. um, all these videos I'm watching um, about like the law of attraction, like all this really weird esoteric which, yeah. es esoteric which stuff is real. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's our intention, you know. It's it's really so beautiful and simple. And what fascinates me more is less about the concept of God, but consciousness. Because mm -hmm. we don't have an exact definition of consciousness. Um, but we know we're aware. Right. Awareness. Do you meditate at all? Not that great at it, but I do. Okay, so you you know what it means to just try to sit in silence, watch your thoughts pass, just try to be silent. I've had, I've had, I've been so deep in meditation, I physically, I had an itch on my nose and I couldn't move to itch my nose. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to do that equal parts as praying, because praying is talking, meditation is just emptiness. Mm -hmm. Because that's the, ask yourself, like, who am I really? You know, and I will actually scratch that. I'm sure you've had moments of connection with people, nonverbal communication. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure you look at your partner sometimes. You know exactly what he's thinking. Yeah. You know exactly what he's feeling. You don't have. He doesn't have to say anything. You just have to look at him, and you know. Mm -hmm. What is that? What is that? Right. That is proves to me. You know, there's more than just what's inside my skull. Mm -hmm. You know, there's more. We're more powerful than we think we are. We have more abilities. We have more. There's just so many doors we don't even know exist. Right. And so that's my whole goal is to open as many doors as I can and like look at all the perceptions and possibilities. And and it's endless. Yeah, it's endless. You could, I've gone down, like the rabbit hole is endless, especially when talking about like weird stuff like consciousness. But these like weird esoteric philosophies, I try to inject them into everything I do, the podcast, my art, my music, my the script and shit. How, how, how do you use the law of attraction? What, what, what does that mean to you? You've, um, you've seen The Secret, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So yeah. how do you use all attraction in your daily life? Um, so I, I just created a vision board. I know. Which I I, they work. They work. I, they really do. It's amazing. It's like my fourth one. Um, it's a reminder. You see it, it every is. day. You're like, all right, I'm going to manifest my, it. My focus is that's okay. And so whatever you do that day, that's in the back of your mind. Yeah. It's daily affirmations. It is all about what you put out into the universe. Because if you say, I'm a piece of shit. Guess what? You're gonna feel like a piece of shit all day, and mm -hmm. people are probably gonna treat you like you're a piece of shit. That's all you're looking for. Yeah. So putting it out there, even like visually, mm -hmm. like I remember my vision board. I put Britney Spears on there, uh -huh. and then I put Las Vegas. I fucking met Britney Spears in, in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. That's right. And I put uh, like a new car on there. I got a new car. I got a little Chihuahua puppy. I got a Chihuahua puppy. Yeah, that just like her. And it's not like they just showed up. No, you, it's you, weird. You did it. Yeah, you put in work. Right. But, like that's but how sometimes, that works. Yeah, it just it just sometimes, happened. Sometimes it just yeah, yeah, it just happened, and I put like college on there. But then I had to start being really careful about what I put on there because you know be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. So exactly. this one I was a lot more uh -huh. careful about what I put on yeah, there. Yeah, it'd be more specific. Right. Yeah. But it's definitely true. Whatever you put out there that you want. Yeah. And say, this is what I want every single day. Like, I'm a big car prayer. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, you know, tell God on the way to work, I always do a third and seventh step prayer oh, every single yeah. day. That's a great way to start your day. It is. I'm sure, I'm sure there are other days where you don't do it and you're like, oh, like, you feel I like, feel it. Yeah. I feel it's it. weird. I feel it big time. Um, but I definitely, I'm like, Please just guide me today, you know, help me with my career, with work, with mm -hmm. school. Help me not be an asshole today and help someone in some capacity. Yeah. That's that's kind of my prayer, too. It's more like, you know... I Use forget, me. I forget what step it is or what prayer. It's like, uh, uh, 
allow me to be a maximum service to my fellow man. Uh, you know? it's the seventh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, my career, I'm not only, you, know, you should have all of me, good and bad. Pray that you now remove me every single defect of character which stands in my way. Be small, usefulness to you, my fellows. Grant me strength as I got from here to do your bidding. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's the last part, the yeah. last part. You know, your will, not mine. Right. You know, allow me to be a maximum service to my fellow man. Allow me for knowledge of your will and the power to carry that out. Right. Basically, that's kind of the only, like, prayer prayers that I might repeat. Right. I, I've been doing a lot of research into, like, yoga. Um, like I've been trying to do that, too. The, those. I just got a bunch of yoga mats. I just haven't used them. It's amazing. It's a whole philosophy of thought. It it's is. It's not just, you know, stretching and exercise. It's it's really a Russell whole... Brand's really into that. Yeah. He he's is. a really cool guy. He is. Yeah. He's brilliant. I would yeah. love to pick he's his He's hilarious. Brain. Yeah, he's he hilarious. is. hilarious. The movie Get Him the Greek. Oh, my God. That movie's underrated. It's so funny. Did, uh, fucking, what's his name? Jonah, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking... Diddy is really too. funny in that, too. And Diddy. He's Stroke the Furry Wall. <laughs> Stroke the he's Furry Wall. so funny in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, there is definitely is something to yoga. I mean, yoga is kind of meditation in a mm-hmm. way, too. Movie meditation, yeah. tai chi. It's all connected. And it's cool because Rachel's doing massage therapy. And right. And that, so she's, like, bringing home some stuff like that. They do have that, yeah. Yeah, and there's a, a guy on YouTube, uh, Sadhguru, uh, S-A-D-H-G-U-R-U. He's like a yogi or whatever, and he talks some really interesting um, spiritual philo- philosophy around hmm. um, like Hinduism and tantras and chakras mm. and all that stuff. It, it, it's Have you ever been to a shaman shack? A what? A shaman shack? I've been to a shaman, and I've done, and I've been to um, a sweat lodge. Okay. I mean, what is, a, what is a shaman check? So I went to one where it was an hour meditation. Oh, wow. Okay, which cool. was intense. Um, but it was, they had a bunch of bowls. Uh, Tibetan singing bowls? Yeah. Okay. And so basically everybody be crammed into this house. Uh-huh. And if your chakra was out of alignment uh-huh. or vibration, they would touch you on where you were out of uh-huh. alignment. Yeah. Okay. And so I would always get hit in my third eye. Yeah. Always. Um, but certain people would get touched in like other places. And it's not a creepy touch. It's like a... Yeah. Like yeah. a... Uh, right. But it's sorry. crazy that they can tell Yeah. the energy of the room. Was, it, was, it, was it like Reiki masters or whatever? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Energy work type yeah. stuff. I find that's so fascinating because people get results. They do. People get results and you can't argue with results. No, you can't. And, and it's, I'm sure part of, like, the, it's amazing the placebo effect. It, mm-hmm. It's not placebo if, because it's real. Right. So how is it placebo if it's, if it's real? Right. That's what trips me up when I think about it. I know. Because people get results. I don't even think too much into it. I'm like, all right, this just is what it is. Yeah, yeah, you, you and, get what, yeah, what you need out of it. Yeah, and it works. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so I've been, that's, I've been going down that rabbit hole. Um, it's fascinating. And it vibes like, because I'm, I'm half Asian, so, right. you know, I've always been inclined towards So you're that. Japanese, right? Or, yeah, I'm a quarter okay. Japanese and a quarter Indonesian. Okay. So, and then half white Irish. Gotcha. Yeah, me and Rachel went to Japan, like, two years ago, or when we first started dating. Saw my family out there. Yeah. When's, where, where's the next place you want to travel? Um, we're trying to figure that out. Uh, Dave has, his family has a place in Naples, Florida, which okay. we go to. Uh, I, I mean, I love Florida. I yeah. would love to go back to Charleston, but we just went there. Mm-hmm. We went to Nashville last year. Um, Overseas anywhere? Not yet. We haven't done that yet. Where are you planning? Where's like... I mean, I would love to go to Europe again. I've been there, uh-huh. but he has not, 
I would love to go to like Italy France. or something. Italy's yeah, cool. I've yeah. Been, been to Italy and been to France. South of France would be fine. My ex girlfriend from there. I want to go to Ireland. I never went to Ireland. I went. Yeah, to I want to go to England and I went to Scotland. Yeah, which I love Scotland. Scotland, and I want to go there too, man. It's amazing. The bagpipe Celtic music, man, just fires me up for some reason. Like a Renaissance festival. Yeah. Like you hear the bag, you're like, mm. like yeah. it just gets, Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. I went to a festival at Edinburgh Castle. Was like like a Renaissance festival or what kind of? I forget what it was. I'll have to ask my dad. But it was crazy. Uh huh. And cool. my dad made me eat haggis. Oh and yeah, haggis that is, is disgusting. It's gross. I. What is it like lamb soup? It's it's, it's worse. Yeah, than that. it's like creamless lamb. It looked like, um, or like it's like innards or something. It's gross. Yeah, it's like cooked inside of like a sheep's stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's super. Chill. I can appreciate it for what it is, but it just wasn't too. Yeah, yeah, I get tasty. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know where the next place is. Maybe, maybe Texas. We do want to do that. California. Yeah, we want to go to California. I've yeah, I mean, when I'm when we when I move back out there, I would yeah. Love to have you guys over. I would love to go to California. Because LA, man, that's that's my home. I've been to Nevada and I've been to Arizona. For some reason, I can't get past that barrier to Uh, go to California. Yeah. I want to go to, like, Colorado. I want to go snowboarding again. Colorado, like, the Vail. Um, Or go go to Mammoth. But, but yeah, I've been living in LA, man. You should should come. We're in LA. We were living... I was living downtown for a while. Well, I was living with my brother. And then I was living in West West Hollywood in Beverly Hills with Mm. this girl. And then I was living downtown uh, in an artist commune. Gotcha. And then I was living with my girlfriend downtown. I would love to go out there and just see everything that... Little Tokyo is, like, where I would chill, but unfortunately, Little Tokyo is right next to Skid Row. Oh, God. So I'll play my video games, get my fucking mochi and Japanese drinks, and then go skateboard over to Skid Row. <laughs> so how bad is Skid Row? Oh, it's bad as shit, bro. Is it worse than... Like other cities, it's the worst. It's tent city. You, I, I remember the first time I went inside a drug dealer's tent, and it was di- it was dope as shit. It was so nice. He had a couch in there, a big ass TV, PS4. And I was like, damn, bro. And he lives there? No, he just sold out there. And then sometimes he would stay the night, but he, you know, would go stay at a hotel at night or have someone. He would there. sell out there. So are police always around there, They're or like, do they he, just not care? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Skid Row, do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't go in downtown. Don't fuck with all the regular white people. Just stay in Skid Row, and we won't fuck with you. Don't, like, start fires. Just do your drugs. Well, can the tents. white people go in there and then not get arrested for it? Well, you just have to, I don't want to say look the part. You have to look like you live in L.A. And, I mean, I don't know. No one's going to arrest you as long because you go into tents to do it. It's not right. in the open. Right. You go into tent. Gotcha. So there's nothing out in the open. Do people... Like, have sex in these tents yeah. for... Yeah, oh, it's God. fucked up, man. Imagine all the fucked up gross shit. I, it's, it's bad. I remember I was sitting there one day, one morning, waiting, and the dude jamming a needle in his leg, and the other guy with a crack pipe in his hand and doing dice. And I'm sitting there, sick and stoned, and I'm like, this is the worst. Yeah. How am I here right now? Yeah. What the fuck? My girlfriend is at home in the bed watching TV. I Like, why am I here and not there? Yeah. It was fucked up. Oof. So that's one of the moments I think about. I'm like, yeah. It was just when you're just disgusted with yourself. Yeah, that's a shitty feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I don't have to. How did I get here? Yeah, and then I, and then now it's like I don't have to feel like that ever again. No, it's, it's a choice. It Whatever is a we choice. Do, it's a choice. So, well, I'm super glad you came over, man. Me too. This was really good. I'm really. Uh, I'm really, excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited for both of us. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Thank you for thinking of me. Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, we we should hang out. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, thank you, dude. Mm. Oh, yeah, give me a hug. Yeah. So excited. Uh, yeah, thank you for coming over, man. Of course. I really do oh. appreciate it. It's so fun. Mm.